I think everybody influences, you know, the people around them. And we should want to get dressed and look great, not just to make us feel better, but it makes others who look at us feel better. Welcome to Zestful Aging, where I interview thoughtful, inspiring, and influential guests who are making their mark on the world and contributing to the common good. And making your mark, big or small, is creating a legacy, and it's one of the proven ways we can age with vibrance and energy. And Zestful Aging podcast is my legacy. I'm your host, Nicole Christina, psychotherapist and fellow Zestful Ager, and our lovely music is courtesy of Judy Banker, who was a previous guest on Zestful Aging. Find out more about her on judybanker.com. And to find out more about the podcast, my web courses, and my other offerings, hop on over to zestfulaging.com. Well, I've got my little loyal Jack Russell Sparky right by my side. He's pretty wet because we just went for a nice little walk and a swim, but we're ready to go now. So let's begin. And we have a really fun interview for you today. Uh, our guest checks a lot of the boxes we've talked about before and a lot of things that I personally love. Thrifting, creativity, reinvention in mid-age, and multi-generation nationality. That's a big word. <laughs> Jody Filagomo is the voice between Jody's touch of style where she showcases how it's never too late to look great. And the site includes her mother, Charlotte, who is 82, and friend Leslie, who is 70 years old, along with Jody, who's 54. Jody's a retired dentist and has reinvented herself to discuss tips and tricks about style, budget shopping, and positivity. And uh, she's all about inspiring women over 50 to look great and feel their best. Welcome to the show, Jody. Thanks for having me, Nicole. This is fun. It is already fun, and it's probably going to get a lot more fun because you are all about things that, well, the podcast is based on. It's doing things with so much heart and fun and creativity. And um, as we age, you know, things really change. And it sounds like you have adapted to that in a big way. You went from being a cosmetic dentist to a multi-generational style consultant. Can you tell me about that? Well, it's funny because a lot of people think it's very far-fetched, very opposite. But being a cosmetic dentist is all about looking good. So it's just at a whole different level. And I've always been someone who likes shopping. I grew up with my mom who is very thrifty and is a seamstress. And so I've learned over the years that looking good makes you feel better. It's in the dental realm, of course, it's a little more muted and you have to, um, you, you, you don't wear as many statement pieces. <laughs> Unless you get gold caps. Well, that's very true. <laughs> I used to laugh that I could never wear 
like big bracelets or long necklaces because for some reason patients didn't like it when they fell into their mouths and uh, hit them got in the clunked, face. Got <laughs> right, clunked with exactly. your uh, charms. Oh, exactly. that's, that's really funny. So you grew up with the sense of making something uh, out of maybe, I don't know how your mom did her seamstress work, but like you grew up knowing how to make stuff and make it beautiful, make it better. Well, I have to admit, you know, when your mom does it, you don't always think that's cool at first. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> and, I know about that. Right? I mean, I wanted what, and you know, when you're younger oh, too, you want to look like everybody else. That's right. That's and, right. And so I think it's, it's once I've gotten older that I realized, you know, that's, that's not what I want to be. I want to be myself. I want to be unique. And I, I try to showcase that and, and talk about that a lot because we have so much experience, so many stories. We know so much more now and we should show that. Mm-hmm. How does that come through in style? So when you're thinking about what to wear, what are the kinds of questions you should ask yourself? Well, I think a lot of it is, you know, what do I want people to focus on? Because no matter what, people are going to focus on something about you, no matter what. So if you don't want them to look at, for me, it's usually my messy hair, then <laughs> I try to put the focus either elsewhere, like on a beautiful necklace, maybe a, a interesting top, fun shoes, even a hat, cover it up, you know? So I feel like someone is going to notice something about you. It's, mm. you know, that's the usual. You, and you don't, I I don't want to be invisible and I don't want anybody that I come in contact with to be invisible because everyone I have met has a wonderful story. Oh my gosh. I love this away of, I don't know if I'm putting words in your mouth, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost feels like you're saying you're enhancing yourself as you age and saying these qualities have always been here, but I'm really going to show, show them off. Absolutely. And because it shows us, it shows others that they can be beautiful too. You know, we, I think everybody influences, you know, the people around them. Mm -hmm. And we should want to get dressed and look great, not just to make us feel better, but it makes others who look at us feel better. Yeah, that's like we're mammals, right? I mean, we're all about... Being in our in our little tribes and being um, and certainly there's all kinds of research in my field about sort of contagion in the sense that yes. if there's a lot of positivity, people tend to be more positive in a group. Same with negativity that, it, you know, our behavior wears off on our other uh, our mates. Absolutely. And so looking nice is is just part of that and it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be expensive it doesn't even have to be hard you know once you learn about it it, i feel like everything in life gets easier the more you do it Mm -hmm. and so putting together a nice outfit you know you do it a couple times it gets easier and trying new things i think is so important because 
you may think, oh, this is my style and then Mm -hmm. you're set. But Mm -hmm. then unfortunately you get stuck. You know, I feel like we get into ruts Mm -hmm. with our style otherwise. And then it can end up looking frumpy because life moves on, styles and trends moves on. And it's not to say we have to always, you know, run out and try the newest trend, but we want to look relevant. We want to look like we live in this day and age. (laughs) No peasant skirts for you. Well, and you know, they will come back. Trust me. They're kind of coming back right now. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you're right. The boho. So what I found really inspiring, I guess, Jody, is you went from this career uh, as as a dentist, and then you went to school. You had training in uh, is it uh, style merchandising or fashion? I did a little style merchandising. I did a little even um, interior decorating, some classes, um, color classes. You know, I, I wanted to, what I know what I like, but I also wanted to learn what is out there and what people are learning on their own. And um, I think one of the things I've learned is we need to trust our own creativity because we can be told something over and over. And if you're told it over and over, you tend to believe it. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't (laughs) always make it true for you. And so I think trying new things and being open to new things is the best learning we can have. You know what I was thinking too is many Many women that I speak to as clients are saying, listen, I know there's a whole new world out there for me now that my kids are launched. Now, this is, you know, we've got COVID going on, which makes it complicated. But, you know, I'm launching my kids. My career is winding down. I may or may not be deciding to spend the rest of my life with my partner. Uh, I know there's a whole new life out there, but I have no idea where to start. And I'm wondering if starting with trying out a new outfit or color or shoes or is a way to put your toe in the water of let me be a little courageous here I would absolutely say yes only because I mean people will tell me you know getting dressed or clothes those are frivolous things and I will counteract that what you're wearing makes you feel a certain way if you put on a suit you feel more professional and there is scientific yeah. research to that yes yes so if you put on happy colors you know even though you only see it for a second maybe when you go by a mirror when you look down it's how others react to you also that can make such a difference it's a real message isn't it, it if is we're always message. wearing even if we are trying to be like you know, sort of urban chic, if you're always wearing black, I mean, there's something to be said about that. And I noticed that even as part of the evaluation when I'm meeting with clients, um, you know, why are they always wearing gray or black? And you can start to see when they're feeling better. Oh, there's a colorful little, you know, piece of jewelry. I wonder what that means. And I do think we tend to dress for our mood. So, you know, it only makes sense if you're not feeling fabulous that you grab the more muted colors and darker colors. I mean, it makes sense, but then on the other side of the coin, then what happens if you grab brighter colors? Maybe that will help your You're hacking, your mood hacking. Yes, 
Absolutely. Oh, how that's so cool. So this is all lovely, but there's an additional piece that is super lovely, which is you are doing this also with your mom and your friend, who obviously are different generations. So talk a little bit about how that works. Well, it all started when I lived in Denver and my mom lived five minutes away and then my stepmom lived 10 minutes away. And when I wanted to start the website, the blog about fashion and lifestyle, I thought it would be much more interesting to have other perspectives and have other women instead of just myself. So I twisted their arms and so we had the three of us until I moved out here to Arizona and then I grabbed my friend instead of my stepmom because my stepmom is still in Denver for now. I see. Okay. And so it's so, great because I have, you know, like you said, different decades, but they're also different body shapes. And I think that's very helpful to other women to see body shapes that they can relate to. Mm-hmm. Boy, you know, you're just hitting all the boxes here with me because there's the whole, I'm, I'm a specialist in eating disorders and there's the whole thing about your body is not, you know, chances are you won't be looking like a model um, unless you win the genetic lottery. Um, and Or get and- photoshopped. Or get photoshopped or, or, you know, probably live on coffee and cigarettes, which right. a lot of models did before there was so much attention. Right. So you're saying, listen, there's a lot of body shapes out there. Let's dress them up and make them look great. And, you know, one of the things I heard and always remember is that today is the youngest you will ever be. So mm. embrace it. You know, you should. And this is your body today. So dress for it as it is, which is one of the reasons I like thrifting so much is you don't have to spend a lot of money, especially if you're trying to find out what your style is or if you want to change it or if your body's changing as it usually does through menopause. You know, this is a great time to try new things and try them at a, at a less expensive version. So let's talk about the nuts and bolts of this so you go into will you say to your mom you know well what time you're ready to go how does this work and you guys go in together you split up you you know tell me tell me what it looks like in real life well it's many different ways but a lot of times when we go traveling because we are new to Arizona, we will go around and and explore different places. And we tend to find thrift or consignment stores or sometimes just a regular store, a boutique. And we all like to shop, so we go in together. And most of the time, we look for things we like. That's human nature. We gravitate toward the things we like. Um, And then we'll show each other things. And the nice thing is we each will also find things that we know what each other will like or we'll try to push each other hey mom you ought to try this Mm. and she'll look at it and say you know i don't know and i said well just try it on Mm -hmm. and a lot of times it looks so different try it on than it does when you're just standing there and it's on the hanger 
Mm-hmm. And we push and we do push each other. I, and I think good friends do that. Good friends will say, mm-hmm. well, let's try something a little different because it's more fun that way. It's very freeing to get out of that normal box of what you always look like and what you always dress. Mm-hmm. And so you're trying to go into these shops, whether they're consignment or thrift or boutiques, and one of the things that you have in your mind is, let me be open-minded and curious. Yes, and, and it's fun to look for different items, statement items, or things that not everybody else has. You know, like I said, it's, it's our time to be unique and to showcase, you know, our uniqueness. You know, like my mom just loves um, jewelry, uh, any kind of jewelry. And Leslie loves scarves and, and I love everything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell us some of the favorite scores you've, <laughs> you've made at the Thrifties? Well, you know... We laugh that my mom is the best gift shop uh, person. She will go in any gift shop and find just some treasures. And we, it was just on the blog recently where she actually went into a gas station oh, and found oh this God. wonderful bracelet. Oh, I mean, God. of all places. But, um, you know, I have found some Stuart Weitzman sandals for eight dollars at goodwill and i have to admit when i bought them i didn't even know the name i'm not so much of a brand person Mm -hmm. i have learned it more but at the at the start i didn't know it and for some reason i came home and i googled it and found out you know these were like three hundred dollar sandals oh wow you know that's always a thrill but i do try to tell people or at least uh reiterate that it's not the brand that's important because no one else really sees the brand name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really, how does it make you feel? How does it look on you? Especially the color. I'm a big color person. I do think finding the colors that look best on us makes it easier than trying to work around that. So mm-hmm. so I don't try to focus on brand so much, but it is good to, it feels so good to get uh, a good deal and find something you really like. Mm-hmm. So you're keeping these pieces or are you uh, shopping for other people or reselling them? Do you have different aspects of this or is it mostly you going um, to dress yourself and your friends? We pretty much just dress ourselves. I, mm-hmm. I haven't um, bought things to sell to others but I do like shopping for others. <laughs> I love shopping, period. And mm-hmm. I have a couple of friends that they will send me, oh, hey, I'm looking for the, a pink sweater like this. And, mm-hmm. you know, they give me the specifics. You know, I want something that's whatever, less than $50. This is my size. I like a V-neck. And so then I will send them links that mm-hmm. they can then shop and that will hit their fancy. And I always send them with the things they've requested. I always then send them a, a surprise and one that maybe doesn't click all the boxes they asked for, but mm-hmm. I think would look great on them. And they don't always like it, but it's fun to kind of push them just like I'm trying to push everyone else. I have been found, uh, uh, 
snapping pictures at the Goodwill and and sending them by text to my friends and yes. saying, "Found this perfect dress. Do you want it?" Yes, yes. <laughs> you, Be- you know, you gotta you gotta do that for your people. It's exactly. so it's such a great thing. It's such a great gift. Well, and especially because it's fun, you know, and mm-hmm. you're helping someone else. To me, that is the mm-hmm. best thing ever. And you know, I came upon this getting out of my box, especially when I first went to this boutique in New York and I'd look around and you know I this is when I was a dentist and so I had a very um oh professional look you know I would Mm -hmm. only wear certain things and I thought there was a right way and a wrong way to dress and and this boutique owner was just lovely and she would bring in all different kinds of things for me and say oh you should try this oh you should try this and many of these things would be something I just would never have picked up myself but I would try them on because she brought them in and I bought many of those things and then I would get so many compliments and it really made me open my eyes to the fact that maybe I'm not the best judge of character for what I should always (laughs) wear. (laughs) I, I like that that's that's really great is to you know, the possibility that maybe I don't know as much as I think I do about what looks good on me. It's, it's you know, it's the thing about being more open I th- mm. to other mm. styles and fashions. I, I can't tell you how many times even I've said a new style or trend will come out and I'll be like, oh, I'll never wear that. I'll never. Mm-hmm. And then here I am trying it out. And, <laughs> and most of the time I'll be, oh, I love this now. So you just we should never say never right Mm -hmm. and we should be much more open you know it's it's more fun now so why not so uh, you obviously are doing a lot of shopping and looking around and experimenting and you're also blogging what what are the other uh activities you're doing around this new career i mostly spend the time on the blog i you know, for the three of us to go out and take photos, you know, that's a good day activity um, because we like to go out and explore and then editing the photos. So photography has become a new skill. I'm not saying I'm great at it, but mm-hmm. it's become a new skill. Yeah. And, and then blogging in itself is is a challenge, a technology ch- technological challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but then because of that, I've also met women um some of them are what i'd consider pen pals since you and i both know that term but (laughs) um, but then you know part of the blog is also social media and that can just take up a huge amount of time Mm. amen on that but it's been you know i've learned to change my perception of it at first i thought it was a a time waste a waste Mm -hmm. of time but now i have learned that you know, I, I've met women and we've become friends and there's even women around here that we've met um, in person. And, and so I've tried to look at it as, you know, I'm doing this to grow. And I've, I've been inspired by many of the women. There's this great group of women with gray hair um, who embrace it. And, you know, seeing them look great in their hair has inspired me to let my silvers come through. And, you know, I think I think we can all learn from seeing other women doing other things than what we would normally do. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Do you use any apps in terms of, you said you're new to Arizona, do you have any apps that you would recommend for people? I know when I'm traveling, um, I look up at like best thrift stores for Albuquerque, which by the way, they're excellent. Um, uh, do you use any guidelines like that or, or, or any? Well, uh, that's brilliant. Uh, but, <laughs> but you know, when I, um, when we were first starting to move out here and thinking about it, I joined this email called only in your state. And so I get an email almost daily about only in Arizona, which will tell us places to go, restaurants, um, things off the beaten path. And so that's been a great resource. Um, I've also found the Goodwills out here in Arizona um, are are very nice and they have a great um, setup where I can find ones, you know, in my area. So that's Mm -hmm. been a great resource. because we also, you know, as much as we love the consignment and thrift stores, I also love supporting the small businesses, you know, in mm-hmm. the area. So the boutiques and just local local vendors also, I think that's very important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One thing I recently found uh, after interviewing Adam Mentor, um, uh, he's, the, uh, he's a Bloomberg writer and he wrote uh, secondhand about the thrift, in, in, in fact, in Arizona, uh-huh. sort of the thrift process that was really fascinating and I would if anyone is interested in looking back I don't have the number right in front of me but if you look for Adam Mentor you'll find it um he talks about a lot of people I certainly didn't know some of the the works that Goodwill and Salvation Army do for kids and adolescents that nobody else is really interested in doing right they have uh, that, a great backstory they know, really you, do when you find out about it it really yeah. makes you want to support them even more mm-hmm. and just a little uh, a, a piece of information i got uh, speaking to adam when you are donating make sure you're not donating stuff that isn't really good quality because what that does is it makes more work for them if they can't sell it they have to get rid of it and it costs them money so the best thing you can do is give them uh, quality stuff that actually has some resale value and that will really be greatly appreciated i mean that's a great point i mean if it's something you wouldn't wear because it's worn out it's not fair to give it to them mm-hmm. yeah yep. i agree with that so um can you give us maybe a little bit of advice for folks who are listening all over the world and they have access? In fact, when I was uh, before COVID, I was up in uh, Canada and went to the Salvation Army up there. And I know you don't need sorrel boots in Arizona, <laughs> but I am telling you, I've never seen so many sorrel boots in my life. <laughs> and, you know, they're very expensive. And I think I got mine for $11 Canadian. Nice. So that was like, I, you know, I was posting that all over. That was like the whole, we went to Old Town, Mont- uh, Quebec, and that was one of the highlights, I have to say. But what do you, um, for people all over the world who are listening and they're kind of, we're peaking their curiosity and they're saying, you know, that sort of sounds fun, but I don't know where to start. What would you suggest? Well, I think a couple of things are very helpful. One is taking a friend because mm. 
I th- especially the big stores, the the Arcs, the Goodwills, Salvation Armies, they can be huge, big, so much in there, and it can be overwhelming. And so if you take a friend, especially a friend who likes to shop mm-hmm. and who is honest about, you know, <laughs> what you should look for and not, um, then it can be helpful because they can help you look through things. I, I did this with a friend recently. I met her at a Goodwill. We went in. She just, she doesn't really love to shop. And so, you know, we just kind of walked through the aisles. We didn't start looking at all of the pieces because that can be overwhelming. And so, you know, we just kind of walk through. And a lot of times something will grab your eye, you know, something that you like. And, and she pulled out an olive green vest and I said, oh, that's cute. Try it on. And she tried it on and, and she actually bought it, you know, but it, it was the just kind of meandering through, not trying to stress out about finding something. You're just mm-hmm. there to have fun. And I think that's the best thing that and it's too hard to go with something in mind. Like if you said, I'm going to look for boots. I swear you never find what you want. Oh, I agree. Yeah. You should just, now that being said, I do have a list on my phone of (laughs) things that I might want to look for Mm -hmm. when I'm there. And I, I just peruse it right before we go. Uh, But then I don't just look for those things. I just look at everything. And, and I'm telling you, I have found things in the kids section. I have found Hmm. things in the men's section. Yes, yes. You know, and I have found, I have found things that aren't my size, but I like the buttons and I've taken off the buttons. Mm -hmm. Um, Scarves can be great for table runners. It's, it's using that creativity sometimes that can be your best resource. And do you have tips on your website, Jody, about things that you can use for other things, upcycling? Oh, I, and you know, I, that's a great idea. I should write a full post on that. But almost every post I have, even if it's, you know, if we're talking about yellow shoes and you're thinking, no, I don't like yellow shoes, I will have insider tips in that post <laughs> on other things. You know, like maybe my mom found this pair of, pants and she didn't like them and so she cut them off and made culottes so there's always different ideas and information in almost every post but I also have a couple of posts on tips for thrifting tips for online thrifting because especially with COVID right now if people Mm -hmm. aren't comfortable going to the stores yes you can certainly find some great things online. I just put out a post a couple a month or so ago on Poshmark, which is here in the United States, which is a great resource for um, secondhand, sometimes some new items. And, um, you know, there's some great tips about how to get some things for even a better price on there. And so, you know, there's, Ah. there's lots of good information. And a lot of times, heck, even if you don't come to my site, if you just Google, you know, how do I find a good deal on whatever you want, a red shirt or something, you'll get some um, great information, especially, you know, I say Poshmark. If you Have you ever used Poshmark, Nicole? I have. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I have friends that are like, oh, I only like this pair of pants, you know, this Amanda version of this brand, da, da, da. And, you know, if you're someone who likes a certain 
brand and style. You know, searching on Poshmark can give you, you know, those same things very easily without having to spend so much time in a store looking. Mm-hmm. I think that can be so beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. It seems like secondhand clothes is starting to ha- kind of having a, a moment right now. Um, I've seen articles about, you know, uh, that we're becoming much more aware of how uh, disposable style is yes. really having a negative impact on the environment. Yes, the it's the slow fashion as opposed to the fast fashion. And especially on Instagram, it's been great. There's a lot of hashtags with thrifted and I'm part of a thrifted challenge that we do once a month and it's great because it makes you realize that just because it's not new to you um, it can still look great you can find some great items and and I'll admit I don't just get clothes there I have a lot of my home decor Mm -hmm. our patio is full of some great thrifted items Mm -hmm. Um, you know people who are creative of changing things up and painting things just can have a heyday Yes, it's you can transform things. And I have done the same. And in fact, I have my living room furniture is is leather. And it was not exactly sure how it was like remaindered or was the entire set came from the goodwill. Wow. And, you know, it's just I, I think that they had a deal with some of the local furniture stores that if they weren't selling that they and, you know, they get a uh, the furniture stores get I think they get a tax break as uh, well sure. for donating. Sure. So I'm right with you and I'm proud to <laughs> to, to say it. Well, yeah. you know, the at least one of the pushes I've been seeing, it's, it's in, environmentally conscious. Mm-hmm. Instead of always buying new mm-hmm. or throwing things out that we're recycling. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I recycle not just from the thrift stores, but a lot of my friends will give me things and then I'll pass things on to other friends. Um, you know, why not share? We, it's It's a great way to keep the great things that we have going on for different stories and different lives. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Tell us how we can find out more about you, Jody, and, um, and Touch of Style. So my website is jtouchofstyle.com. Okay. And you can always Google Jody's Touch of Style, too. My name, Jody is J-O-D-I-E, so mm-hmm. it's hard for people to remember that. So I put it as jtouchofstyle.com, and then on Facebook and Instagram, it's jtouchofstyle. Okay. Great. Great. I think that'll be really fun for people to look at before they venture out. Yes. I, I always bring water with me and some, you know, protein. Sometimes (laughs) you need to keep your energy up, you know, because it is, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this. I think it's sort of uh, finding a little bit of a needle in a haystack, at least where we are in upstate New York. Most of the stuff 
uh, is not interesting to me. But boy, when I hit on an Eileen Fisher, you know, organic wool sweater for four ninety nine, right. I can barely contain my my shrieking. I always say it's feast or famine. Yes, yes. No, I think that's exactly right. Um, but I love your this idea of curiosity and openness because that really points to the research that shows what keeps us young is that not setting into setting into this like rigid thought pattern it's like oh let me try this let me wonder about this and that's what keeps us feeling um vibrant and alive and I think it can make us happier too because Mm -hmm. when you're stuck with rules then you worry about breaking them and Mm. so if you're more open to well I don't need to stick into those rules I can you know try these new things then you don't feel so confined and worried about is this right or is this wrong Uh I so many women that's their worry I'm afraid to wear color because it's not, you know, what if I don't do it right? And so if we just are more open to, oh, these can look great together. As long as you like them, that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really great message. And where this, you know, dressing really has a lot of subtle meaning um and it's important and it's valuable and it's not just it's it's not just clothes especially yeah yeah it's not it's not we all have to get dressed every day yes i mean it's not i guess it's optional in some places but Ah. most of the time it's not (laughs) optional so we might as well have fun with it at least when you can Uh uh-huh uh-huh I love it. Well, I, it was such a delight to speak with you today, Jody, and learn about how you've really reversed direction and are having so much fun with this multi-generation uh, thrifting and styling. And it sounds like you're having a lot of fun, too. It has been a lot of fun. And it's always fun to talk to someone who enjoys the hunt of thrifting just like we do (laughs) yeah oh it's it's really fun and um I I feel like I have to be in the mindset I can't be too tired or or cranky or something I have to be you You know time yeah yep yep for sure yeah yep well, thank you so much for of sharing course. sharing the fun. I think our audience is going to be curious and go on to your website and and maybe uh, try some things on that they hadn't uh, put together before and bring some some joy to their lives. Joy is what it's all about. Life is oh. too short otherwise. You said it. Thanks, Jody. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us on Zestful Aging. If you like the podcast, please share it with some of your friends. I love to hear from my listeners. Send me an email at nicolechristina.com. It's no secret that everyone's feeling pretty restless and unsettled right now. Our lives are upside down and the future is feeling pretty uncertain. But if you're anything like me, organizing my stuff can help me feel a little calmer. It's something I can do to help me feel a little more in control and in charge of my own life. 
If you think decluttering could help you feel better and you could use a little assistance with that, check out the online course I've developed with professional organizer and designer Carrie Luteran. It's called Too Much Stuff. And Too Much Stuff is different from other courses or articles or guidance you may have used. Uh, we give you clear steps to deal with the clutter and the tools to help you face the overwhelming feelings and the emotions that come up when we're going through our clutter. And a lot of those emotions are just feeling anxious or guilty or just basically flooded with a lot of different confusing feelings. The course is really practical. It's realistic. The lessons are short and punchy, and they're really manageable. We're not trying to set you up for some long, exploratory, you know, super in-depth, uh, burdensome experience. We want something really helpful for you right now. We all need help with our anxiety. So, being surrounded by more calm and less chaos can really help. So now's a good time to clear out the clutter so we can focus on what's really important in our lives. So find out more at zestfulaging.com. You'll see more about this under the web courses tab. If you have any questions, just shoot me an email at zestfulaging at gmail.com. Thanks so much. And stay tuned next week for another interview with a fascinating and inspiring guest. <music>